Oh god, I accidentally just looked up the dude in the car next to me and we made eye contact. I'm not sure what I'm supposed to do now. I think I have to... Uh, unless he wants to race me, but that would be a bad idea. I'm very fast. Um, welcome to Muscular Pro Wrestling Volkswagen. I'm your host and my name is Rachel and you know that. Um, but I also, fun fact, don't know how to start out these things a lot of the time. Uh, so, um, this is going to be a little bit of a different episode from normal. Um, so I hope you'll hang on with me. So, um, I'm still going to be in my car. Don't worry. You're still going to hear all the wonderful sounds of road noise and my turn indicator and ambulances that I like accidentally didn't stop for one time when I was recording. I didn't upload that recording, but, um, I did it. It happened. Uh, don't tell the cops. Um, so I made a Patreon thing. I have no idea how this is going to go. Uh, dirty secret. I don't even listen to podcasts, so I have no idea how it's going to go, but I'm going to try it. And that means if you're not familiar with Patreon, it's a thing that lets you give creators a little bit of money every month to keep creating the things that you like. And in exchange, you get special things. Um, And one of the special things that I have in, uh, in the hopper, I guess, for a certain level of Patreon subscriber, Patreon, Patreon, whatever. Um, for a certain level of subscriber is, um, this little series that I've been recording alongside muscular pro wrestling Volkswagen, where I just like talk about personal experiences that I have with wrestling related things. Um, and it's, you know, it's stories about my life and they relate to wrestling. And a lot of the time I cry when I'm talking about it because, you know, as you know, wrestling is extremely stupid, but wrestling also just touches on a lot of emotional things. So, um, I, I often cry. Oh no, I forgot my water. I can't make the gross water drinking noise. Um, which is kind of part two a of what I'm about to say, which is that I, so I have those like crying in my car about wrestling episodes and those are going to be because they're really personal and like kind of sporadic and I don't want to have to like think of something emotional to say if I don't have anything emotional or interesting to say. Um, I'm just going to do them sporadically for, for, um, the people at a certain level. But as you know, like I have a lot of feelings about wrestling, so it's going to happen. But anyway, uh, this episode here as that you are listening right to right this second is, um, is going to be kind of like one of those episodes. Um, and I'm not going to edit it. I'm just going to post it. Um, because a, a lot of reasons, but one, I think, you know, when I'm making arguments and stuff, it's neat to, to move around things. So it sounds like I made this really coherent and thoughtful and interesting argument on the fly. But you know I didn't. You know I babbled a bunch. Um, but this that's the point, is that this is kind of like raw and I'm just talking. So 
I'm not going to edit this. I will try to keep it short. Um, and um, and I, I just, I hope that you like it. And I hope that it kind of makes you think about um, supporting um, with Patreon. Because I will be putting things like up like this um, every once in a while, in addition to many other, um, in addition to many other fun rewards that I thought of that, I mean, who fucking knows how many people are going to be giving me money to do this thing. Um, but we'll see. I just do this for fun. So, um, if it doesn't work out, then I'll still be talking to myself in my car. So either way, um, but I'll be able to do a lot more interesting things. And one of my first goals is to buy a noise-canceling microphone <laughs> in hopes that I can continue to record in my car um, without it being, like, kind of harsh and horrible to listen to. I'm not sure if that's a reasonable goal, but I'm going to try it because I like the I like the premise of recording in my car. Um, and I also like doing it because it's... Oh, shit, I have a chance right now. I have righted my past wrong, you guys. I got out of the way of that ambulance. Um, <laughs> so anyway, um, I don't even know what I was saying, and I'm so sorry. But anyway, I don't, I don't know how this is going to go. I'm going to keep making this either way. And I like talking in my car. Oh, that's where I was going. Because I have ADD, and I, <laughs> music isn't engaging enough sometimes. Uh, so I'd be doing this no matter what, but I know that's not a great sell, but, um, okay. So I have this one that I'm going to do right now, which is going to be kind of funny. I already tried to record it, but it didn't, I didn't like the way it came out. So I'm recording it again. Um, and then I have another one that's a little more serious. Um, and neither of them are crying ones. I'll just say that, uh, the crying ones you're going to have to pay for. <laughs> Um, so this one is about, oh, uh, one more thing. Part of the reason that I haven't published an episode in a while, I'm sorry, is because I was traveling. And part of the reason is because I'm a fucking moron and I sprained my elbow very badly. Um, so I haven't been working out as much. I am going to the gym right now. This is a true muscular pro wrestling Volkswagen. Um, but <clears throat> I sprained my elbow because I'm stupid, um, and, and I, I mean, like, I was wrestling, like, actual wrestling, don't get any ideas, with my partner, because we've both taken, like, grappling and whatever, so sometimes we're just, like, idiots at each other, and of course, when you're doing that, you do it wrong, right, you, like, don't do it with the way that you've learned how to do it, you're just fucking around, which means that <laughs> there was a certain point, and, like, fast forward through this part if you're squeamish, but there's a certain point at which, uh, my elbow was out, my arm was like outstretched out to the side and he fell on top of my arm and my elbow bent the wrong way. <laughs> it, whoo, it made some noise. <laughs> I am so fortunate that it was only sprained, um, and that I can still lift right now. Uh, but, you know, not great. This is my third sprain in nine months. 
and I'm still going to take wrestling classes despite being that injury prone. Anyway, apologies for not recording. Enjoy that story of me being an idiot. And by the way, please let me know if you like this format that's totally unedited. You get to hear all my uhs and you knows and stuff like that. Uh, So let me know. Okay. This episode is... (laughs) I recently went to uh, All In, which had with it a wrestling convention. All In was like a big independent wrestling show as you probably know. And it, ha- it was alongside a wrestling convention called StarCast. And I went to All In, and <laughs> people asked me to talk about this, and I went to StarCast. And when I was at StarCast, I got to meet my favorite tag team, the Golden Lovers. And I did tweet about it, so everybody <laughs> was like, did you die? Um, and so I want to talk about that experience, because um, it was great. So, first of all, at StarCast, I'm down, uh, there's like a little area that has a lot of vendors. One of the vendors there is um, Hao Ming, who is the person who makes all of Kenny's really awesome ring gear. Everything that he wears in the ring is made by this dude, Hao Ming. Hao Ming also makes merch, and one of the things that Hao Ming has made is, I don't know if you've seen, the Golden Lovers have like this what can only be described as couples merch. Um, It's extremely gay and I'm very grateful. But, um, you know, there's two shirts and one of them has a star on it and one of them has the Omega symbol on it. And on each shirt in the corner, there's like half a dude getting kneed in the face by whoever the shirt is, by the respective golden lovers. And if you stand next to someone who is wearing the complimentary shirt, they will line up and it's like they're doing their joint finisher, which is called the golden trigger and involves kneeing a dude in the face at the same time as a, as a couple. Um, so, so this couple's merch was one of the things that they were trying to sell. And that's why I got to see them. I didn't get to go to the meet and greet, which was kind of sad. But I did get to briefly see them when they came down to Hao Ming's table after their meet and greet. And they were probably like super tired. But they were there for about five minutes or so, just signing some, signing some um, t-shirts. God, I don't know what happened there. Um, and uh, I'm, I worry that this story is going to be a little bit boring because like I went to Wrestle Kingdom this year and when I went there I was wearing this outfit that what is basically made to look like Kota Ibushi's ring gear and if you don't know because I don't think I've ever said anything on this podcast uh Kota Ibushi is like my favorite wrestler he's amazing golden star Kota Ibushi google him if you don't know because that's my favorite wrestler. Don't talk about it too much, but just to note that I was wearing an outfit that kind of looks like it's a skirt that looks like his booty shorts and uh, thigh-high stockings that look like his kick pads and knee pads. So um, I wore that to Wrestle Kingdom, and of course, when his music hit at Wrestle Kingdom, everyone in my section just like 
turned around and stared at me. And I mean, I should have kind of known that that was going to happen, but I don't, we were sitting kind of close to the entrance area, um, the place where they make the entrances. I don't know what they were expecting, but I don't think they got it because I, I think they were looking at me like, is this girl going to literally die right now? Because I want to watch. (laughs) Um, and you know, they were just like all wondering if I was gonna like lose my shit or something. Who knows? Um, what they got was just the goofiest grin ever. Probably the biggest smile I've smiled this year, maybe. Um, (laughs) and just get it out of the way right on January 4th. But they didn't get any kind of like, you know, vocalization or anything or, or physical reaction. I just was other than smiling. I was just taking pictures with my phone and like living the life. Right. So anyway, I feel like this is going to be like that because my, some of my followers, I I probably know that I am a big fan of Kota Ibushi and the Golden Lovers. Um, I don't know if I've said that, uh, explicitly, but I did talk about the Golden Lovers in my most recent episode. So you kind of know. Anyway, um, this story is not going to, it's going to be disappointing like everything I do, but also like Wrestle Kingdom in that particular way. So I'm there, I'm at the table and they come down from there. They were upstairs doing a meet and greet and they come down. And of course there's all these cameras and everything. And the very first thing that happens is, so they get there, they're at Helming's table. Kenny's already wearing his half of the couple's merch course um and Koda Koda is wearing some hype beast shit like some off-white or supreme or whatever streetwear brand that he wears that shirts cost 250 dollars god bless him um and so he decided that he needed to change into the his half of the couple's merch so he just kind of steps to the side and like whips his shirt off and I was just, sta- I was like in the blast radius of this, okay? <laughs> so, um, it was really, I didn't expect to have the reaction that I had. Um, but of course, Kenny, because Kenny is a fucking dramatic ham, um, like, <laughs> notices that because you know he made this movement of just like whipping his shirt off and then he's standing there without a shirt on he's like turned his back is to the group to the crowd um and kenny notices that all these people standing off to the side are just staring so kenny <laughs> as though we have never seen kota ibushi without without his shirt on like grabs this big poster or something and like stands between Coda and the crowd and it like holds it up so that he's like blocking Coda from the view of prying eyes and he's like kind of admonishing the whole crowd of people for looking um which was adorable and and I sort of get it because it's like you know we, we see him with his shirt all the time we have watched DDT we have seen his entire ass but it's sort of like the difference between seeing um seeing someone in a bathing suit versus their underwear like it's the consent that you have to be looking at them in that moment anyway um so uh, 
another small tangent, but it was like this. Last year, uh, I went to I went to the Long Beach show, the first Long Beach show that they had, and they had this press conference before the show in the parking lot of a Japanese grocery store, uh, like you do, and there's a bunch of people, there's a bunch of, like, you know, we're, there's a crowd of people standing around, and all the wrestlers are coming out to do the signing, because if you recall, last year they were having the tournament to get the U.S. belt, was that two years ago? Oh my god. It was, no, it was last year. What am I talking about? Anyway, last year, so they're, so they're doing the signing for the U.S. belt, whatever. Um, and they're doing the signing ceremony for all the title matches that were there. And they were defending all the belts at the U.S. shows. So all the wrestlers were coming out. And there were a lot of people standing around, applauding, whatever. And there's a bunch of people around me, a bunch of, like, dude bros in Bullet Club shirts being like, oh, Okada's, like, kind of like Roman Reigns because, you know, I was being shoved down our throats and, you know, that kind of person um but when Okada came out like I when I say everyone I mean everyone around me just like gasped because he was so handsome and that was like that was obviously the reason um and you know he he came out and everyone just stared um and even the Bullet Club dude bros behind me in their Kenny t-shirts were like so handsome (laughs) like I definitely heard more than one person mutter that to themselves um and it wasn't me muttering it twice um (laughs) but you know he's like at the time he had that perfectly swept blonde hair and he had the title belt over his shoulder he's wearing a suit and it's like max handsome you just don't get to see a man that handsome on a daily basis really unless you're a very lucky person so anyway everyone literally everyone was just like wow, he's so handsome. He's really that handsome. And so <laughs> the the interaction started with many, many people, doubtless some of whom were straight cis men, just being floored by this man's incredible handsomeness, which we all are. Totally the correct reaction. I'm not saying it's inexplicable. But anyway, that was the same reaction, basically, that the crowd here at StarCast down by the Hao Ming's table had... Um, they all just, everyone just kind of looked and was like, he really does look like that. His back really does have like every muscle that you could imagine. He's just, you know, it's just as the fanfics describe. (laughs) Um, And so I, (laughs) I did not exclaim, but so Kenny's like standing between him and the crowd, kind of admonishing people for, for looking at his man. And, um, But, like, I was kind of off to the side, so I was not blocked from this view. Um, But, like I said, I was in blast radius of this. I was nearly in arm's reach of him when this happened. And, (laughs) uh, and, And I was like, I could keep looking if I want to, but I immediately looked away because I was overwhelmed. And I mean, I'm just not that sort of person who reacts that way, but he really is that beautiful. (laughs) Um, So that happened. That's how we started off the thing. And I, um, you know, there's a line of people who want to buy the the t-shirts and I'm wearing my Coda outfit, of course. Um, And (laughs) 
So people make sure that I get to be in line, which is very nice. And there's all these cameras and whatever. And um, my mom, this is my mom's favorite thing that happened. And, and let me let me just quickly say, yes, my mother was there with me. Um, when you're in your 30s and you're attending a wrestling convention, um, it's hard to get more awesome. Like, it's hard to be cooler than that. So bringing your mom is the way to go. <laughs> so yes, my mom was with me. Um, and so she was in line with me. And we both happened to catch this moment. Um, I'm in line and Ibushi like looks up and he sees me and registers like what I'm wearing, which is an outfit that's a replica of his ring gear. Um, <laughs> and he just like, he gets this surprised and like joyful look on his face. Like he just like wasn't aware that people liked him ever. <laughs> and it's, you know, I, I, I make fun, but he, they were just at the meet and greet. And so I would imagine that it was Golden Lovers meet and greet, but I would imagine that a lot of people were really there to see Kenny. So I get it sort of, but <laughs> he just had this look on like stunned look on his face, um, to see me, which was like very heartwarming and a little hard to believe. So we get up to the front and my mom needs to tell Kenny Omega the story of um, of how she taught her parrot to too sweet, the hand gesture too sweet, because she saw a video of, or a photo of Kenny too sweeting his parrot. And she was like, I'm going to do that. And to Kenny's credit, he was obviously very tired and checked out, but my mom knew the thing to talk about with him, which was his pets. Um, and that made him smile. So that was nice. Like it, that made him actually genuinely smile. Um, and, uh, then, uh, so mom's talking to Kenny and I kind of like move over and I'm talking to Coda or I'm looking at him cause we can't really converse. And I should say that while I was in the line, he kept like looking up at me and like looking back to the person that he's talking to and like being like smiling to himself. <laughs> Um, because of my outfit, I'm assuming. Maybe I just look ridiculous. I did, but, like, I'm assuming it was because of my outfit. So I get up to him, and I, like, step away, like, step back from the table so he can see it. And he's just, like, so happy. I don't even know how to describe this. And I'm, like, he, like, he's just, like, beaming at me. Like, he's, like, he doesn't really have fans or something. Like, he doesn't have events where, like, fans feed him melons, and he they pay for the privilege and stuff like that. Um, he does do that, by the way. Uh, he's my favorite thing. Period. Um, <laughs> but just, you know, like, so he like, and he starts thanking me. <laughs> like, like, he's not, you know, the most beautiful and talented person in history. <laughs> which we all know he is. Um, and so I, I, I just didn't know what to do at that point. So I get the t-shirt, I, I buy it, whatever. And he's going to sign it for me. And I don't know this part. I, I worry that it's a little problematic to think it's cute when someone doesn't know your language very well. And they kind of butcher it when they're speaking it to you. Cause I realize the sort of weirdness in that, but 
that said he was gonna sign the t-shirt for me and he wanted to like me to hold it taut so that he could sign it and he didn't really know how to say like please hold this so he's kind of just like thrusting this t-shirt into my hands and I you know and looking at me and then he goes keep (laughs) and like expects me and that that was his way of saying like please hold this so um that was a word that he said to me (laughs) um and so I did keep and then he signed it for me and then he thanked me some more and then I thanked him a bunch I probably thanked him in Japanese twice and in English a couple times and he thanked me in English and why was he thanking me I don't even know (laughs) but um so I'm just sort of like okay thank you thank you um and then I'm like turning turning to leave with my t-shirt in my hand and um and I, my like fucked up arm, my mom made me take off my sling and my, and my wrap to meet them, <laughs> which was probably the right thing to do. Cause there's pictures and stuff. Um, but you know, but like with my fucked up arm and he, um, he like reaches for my hands and takes my hands and like bows to me. <laughs> And there's like this, and of course, you know, what did I do? I like just bow right back because of course, yes, I do this every day. Definitely. This is, this is how uh, I interact with other human beings. I have no idea why I did it. Um, But it was the right thing to do, I guess. And, you know, uh, this was captured. I have a little gif of it because, um, you know, iPhone takes live photos. So I have this and maybe I'll post it somewhere like on my Patreon page or on my Twitter or something, but there's this very cute gif of like me and Coda like bowing to each other across the merch table. <laughs> um, so, despite the fact that this interaction took about a quarter as long for me to actually have it than uh, tell you about it, um, I uh, I think it was successful. It was very um, it was really, uh, it made me very happy, (laughs) I guess. I'm sorry. I'm not, you know, I, I met the golden lovers, especially Coda. He touched me (laughs) like he initiated physical contact. Uh, and the whole interaction started with him being like nearly in arm's reach of me taking his shirt off uh and I stand here today sitting here in my car able to recount this story to you um so I'm either uh a a hero of legend or a fake geek girl um you decide um but uh those are the only two choices by the way um those are the only two genders. So I, yep, that's what happened. I feel that if I had had more time, maybe I could have been more embarrassing and gotten that like ridiculous reaction that you would expect from someone who spent double digit number of hours making a thing to look like their favorite wrestler's ring gear. Um, 
but you know, I, I just didn't have the opportunity for that kind of embarrassment. I think, you know, I, if I had it to do over again, I'd try to go to the meet and greet and I'd probably show Coda a picture of my wrestling shoes. I don't know if I've told you I'm taking wrestling courses. Um, and I'd probably show him a picture of my wrestling shoes cause they have like, I stuck a little gold star to one of them. Um, so that's really embarrassing and like definitely, uh, but I feel like he would be like, what? you like me as a wrestler um, because of like his reaction to seeing my outfit. Um, and then, uh, you know, I feel like, okay, like maybe if there, if like there was like a hug situation, uh, I would not try to initiate this obviously, but if that happened, maybe you would get that fangirling reaction. Um, so if you're listening, Coda, why? Cause you can't understand English very well. Uh, but if you want to help out the people who the like ones of people who listen to my podcast, you know, give me a hug next time we see each other since we're friends now. Um, (laughs) that's the end of this, this thrilling tale. I hope that you enjoy it. And, uh, I'm sorry, I guess for rambling, but like, you're the one listening to this. So, um, who's really, uh, no, but thank you very much for listening to Muscular Pro Wrestling Volkswagen. I do have some episodes that I've recorded that are, you know, my normal me making an interesting or what I think is interesting argument about wrestling or talking about and analyzing something. I do have a couple of those, but they take a while to edit. So, you know, I got them, but this one is going to get posted raw. So just fucking enjoy my... (laughs) thank you thank you really thank you so much if you've gotten to this part i i love you and even if you didn't i love you but you won't know because you didn't get to this part um so thank you so much for listening to this and uh i i hope you have a very muscular day and and you know enjoy pro wrestling (laughs) thank you very much